Good morning and welcome to the Beyond Belief podcast. We're glad that you took time out of your day to listen to us. We designed this podcast to have a practical conversation about Christianity. It's a conversation beyond believing and what comes after salvation. We'll have a relative and realistic discussion about our faith and break down the things that make Christianity confusing. Our goal here is to bring you the gospel of Jesus Christ so you can apply it practically in your life. We hope you enjoy the show. Uh, Al and I just spent about two hours talking about stuff that we should have already hit record on. <laughs> uh, we we try to get way too structured uh, on our third episode, our third podcast, and uh, we try to write notes and outlines and have uh, stuff set aside, and that's not how we work. So we're making a second attempt here uh, at explaining salvation and just really talking about uh, what it means to us and how we apply it and how we got there and all that other stuff. Hey, Alan. Hey, man. Um, yeah, actually, we were way too too structured and going down a path that just wasn't us. So definitely, um, the first thing I would like to start out with is is your story about what happened to you this morning oh. and how you handle it differently today than you would have years ago. Yeah, so I... <laughs> I had to drive about 35 miles into town today. We live in a rural area. And uh, so I'm driving. This guy's riding my bumper in a truck. Uh, I don't even know why that's important. But I'm driving down the road and I'm I'm talking with my wife and she's driving, dropping our, our son off to school. And, you know, I'm just I'm carrying on a conversation about this guy riding my butt and uh, I'm getting frustrated. And, you know, I tell her and she's like, well, why don't you just pull over? I'm like, huh? <laughs> right. Well, and, and listen, here's the realness of everything. Uh, my mind wants to do that. Everything else doesn't want, I mean, my heart wants to, my mind is like, don't pull over. Yeah, What's wrong with you? Go slower. Pride. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, it, you know, a couple of years ago. Yeah. I would have, I would have listened. Here's what I would have done. I would have turned my windshield wipers on and sprayed them with some water. Right. I would have slowed down to 10 under the speed limit. If he would have tried to have passed, I would have swerved accidentally into oncoming traffic. Right. Like I'm not going to, I wouldn't have let that happen, but I pulled over and I waved him on. And then I talked to Alan and I said, man, I'm not there yet. Right. Like I'm not, you know, Alan says, well, I would have pulled over and you know, I wouldn't even have waved him on. I just would have let him pass. I'm like, all right. So I'm definitely not there. Right. <laughs> oh no, actually I told you what, I told you what I would have done today, but also included what I would have done right. four years Here's ago. Here's the contrast. Yeah. So that's actually when you know that your your walk with God is, is working. And, and it's awesome. When you do what it says in the Bible, it will do yeah. to you what it says. And and that's pretty incredible. And, and I enjoyed that story because I... Um, it's just always interesting when a person realizes how far away from where they were, they are today. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't see the growth. Honestly, I haven't. I, I take that back. Well, you I, did, you I see did. where I've come from. Right. But it's not like I monitor it every day. Right. And I go, oh, I've lost five pounds today. I lost or five pounds this week, six pounds last week. Right. You don't monitor it like that. Yeah. And, and, Truly, I will say this. Uh, I'm not out in the world as much right now being affected and pulled and distracted by the world. Right. 
uh, and, and God put me here for a reason. I, 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 I had to restructure my life. I couldn't right. handle it then. Yeah. You know, I committed to God. I'll tell you right now, man, if I got put back in the world full force, you know, doing a, right. uh, a full-time job, being out in the world, being around people that are, are living for the world. Oh my gosh, man. I don't know if I could, if I could really do that. I know me. Right. Yeah, uh, I, and that's tough. And, uh, actually commit, commit thyself into the work, commit your works unto the Lord and he shall establish your thoughts. And, uh, I go back to that quite often because I still, there's times my pride gets in the way and I want to do things my way. But, um, you know, when I think about where I came from and, and the changes that I've, um, that have taken place in my life. And like you said, you don't, you don't monitor it. It's like one day you react one way and then Ugh. a month later you react totally different because you, um, you start to realize what your salvation means. You start to realize how to um, dig deeper into your salvation that it, it it's actually, more meaningful. Yes. It's more meaningful and it, it affects you more yeah. when you're more diligent, you know, instead of thinking, Oh, I'm going to heaven. Everything's cool. I'll just do my own thing. Yeah. yeah. But when you start uh, really. When you focus placing, in on it. Yeah. Focus. You know, exactly. you put it at the front of your life instead of somewhere else in your life. And I think for a long time, people, uh, if you're listening to this and, and, and first off, you don't know what salvation is. We'll clear that up. Second off, if you're not saved, uh, this will hopefully put, pull you in the right direction. Um, we're not here doing this podcast, uh, trying to convince you of your salvation. We're already convinced. The two of us, we're convinced. We're good. Definitely. Uh, what we're trying to do is we, we, there's a missing piece out there. And, and we established that together through our friendship and our, our fellowship as Christians. We established there's a missing piece. There are people all over the world, specifically even in our, our area. They're just not saved. And there's a piece that's missing. And we're trying to we're trying to find that piece and provide it to folks in, in a practical way that's understanding to them because I, I didn't get it. Right. Absolutely. And I think that's the problem. Um, a lot of people don't get it because they make it so it can it's either one of two ways. You know, they, they make it so simple. You know, John 316 uh, yeah. for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. Um, so they're like, well, I'm good because God gave his son for us. So we don't have to do anything. Yeah. Um, and then you have the other people that are so. Um, <laughs> they complicate it. Yes. They overcomplicate it. They make it way <laughs> complicated. And then um, people don't know where to start. They don't know the steps. They don't know what it truly means. That scared me off. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. It scared me off. I Absolutely. knew about it my entire life. Right. I'm 51 years old. You, you think that you have to become this different person, which I mean, yes, it will change you, but you don't have to change to obtain it. That's you, right. You only have to seek it. Yeah. And then if you're diligent and you are sincere, that change will come about on its own. You don't have to measure up. Yeah. And that was my problem. A lot of the years I thought maybe I had went too far. I thought maybe I couldn't measure up you know yeah. which is is basically works yeah i think a lot of we talked about this earlier and 
you know, a lot of people think that, well, I'm not going to have the same walk as that person. Right. And that's, that truly isn't important. I mean, you, there are steps to believing in Jesus Christ and repenting of your sin. And, and listen, if, if, if you go and ask Jesus Christ to be your savior and realize that he died and was resurrected and you go out and just unabashedly sin, man, don't listen. That's a bad idea. Uh, I'll go and tell you ahead of time. Don't try it. Um, you have to give up things. You have to commit. It is a lifestyle change. You definitely, and I didn't realize that. Yep. I listen, I, <laughs> I'm not the smartest guy and I'm not the dumbest guy. I fall in this vast area in between, but I will tell you, I, I was, I was messing up. Oh, yeah. You were too. I'll Absolutely. point at you. We're sitting here together. I'll point right back at you. Right. Uh, we weren't both doing it right, but you, you hit it on the head. People make it too hard. Um, it is, it is something that I will say uh, for a lot of people. If, if you don't seek your salvation, it's, I, I don't know why you wouldn't. I know. I, well, I think that's, like I said before, you know, there's a lot of people that don't see the importance because they, they read John 3, 16. You see it everywhere in the world. You know, God gave his only begotten son that we, we shall not perish, that, that we shouldn't perish. But they don't realize there is a step for us to do. We have to believe on Jesus. It's not automatic yeah. for everyone. So I believe a, people, a lot of people don't put too much emphasis on it because they're like, Oh, cool. I got, you know, well, they believe in Jesus. Yeah. They believe that Jesus exists. Yeah. They, be, well, the devil believes Jesus exists. There you go. But you know, it doesn't mean that he's going to spend eternity in heaven because he's never going to be, um, reconciled back to God because he doesn't believe on Jesus. And that's the, that's the thing. So many people believe in Jesus that they don't place a lot of, um, importance on it or diligence because they're like, well, I'm good because it's already taken care of. And then you have the other people that are like, oh, I'm, I can't change that much. I'm not willing to change that much. I, just, yeah. It's such a struggle. You know, if there's, there are people that don't realize that, um, that change will come on its own when you just submit yourself. Uh, you just, you just nailed it for me. Cause when I heard it before, and I said this in one of the other episodes, uh, I, you know, when my brother brought it to me about salvation, you know, originally he was like, listen, dude, you got to get right with God. Right. And I was like, nothing bad's happening in my life. What, right. Like, exactly. so, but for me, I thought, I thought I'll never be able to stop sinning. Right. And I think people equate salvation to living a sinless life. And listen, we'll both tell you. Impossible. Right. Absolutely. You, you just can't. You have to understand that you're going to sin in your life. Right. And I and I I've I've thought about this before. You have to, you 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 have to the goal is to sin less, right? right. Don't go out there and, and purposely committing sin and expect God to to bless your life. Right. Just not gonna happen. Um, but you have to realize that you're not gonna live a perfect life. Jesus was that. Right. You know, and he and 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 God sacrificed him yeah. for us because yeah. we we sin. Right. And it's and I mean, I'm I, I hate to admit it. There is not one person listening to this, looking at me, out there, passing by me in a car, flying overhead in an airplane, anywhere in this world that is not sinning. Period. Right. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We're we're all sinning. And I think the problem is, and you and you said it a while ago, 
you know, there are so many people that live their lives and like, oh, well, nothing's bad's happening. So God must have my back. Well, a lot of people mistake grace for salvation. Yeah. You know, God is good to us. And and this this country in particular is in a world of hurt because God has been so good to this country that they they're like, well, God has this place. God's got our back. Well, what they don't realize is they if they don't turn to God through Jesus Christ, there's going to be a day when that grace is going to be turned off because well, if you look at his judgment. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you look at you look at the children, you know, of Israel. They wandered in the wilderness for 40 years. And I liken that to me because it was I about wandered, that long. <laughs> I wandered around for 48 years. Right. Um, the only difference is God was gracious and he um and he protected me and he was long suffering with me. But you know, the children of Israel, they just well, I think the difference is I didn't totally turn my back on God. Right. You know, I mean, I was out there living like a heathen, but I never rejected God. And I think the problem with the Israelites were they just were disobedient. They had no desire. Right. Where I was disobedient, but I had a desire to do the right thing. I just didn't understand the steps. I didn't understand, you know, where where sin abounds, grace abounds that much more. Yeah. And that's that's where we're similar. Like in a lot of ways, I. My life wasn't horrible. I mean, I wasn't living for God. Right. Uh, and I'll tell you that right now. If if you're out there going, well, it's not too bad. Get right. Like, right. seriously, don't. This this is a plea for somebody that's listening, that's on the fence about salvation. Uh, and they hear us talking and and really trying to make it practical in your lifestyle. It is practical to have salvation through Jesus Christ. Absolutely. Look at car insurance. I mean, you don't. You don't care. You don't carry insurance on your car because it's you. You want to spend that money every, or you're expecting every, accidents every day. Yeah, you will carry it just yeah. in case. Well, we have a book, and we have church. We have church that you know, and I don't want to be into the into the world. You know, uh, I don't want to have an end of the world conversation. Right. But it's laid out in the Bible. What is coming? We already know who's going to win. We already know um, the ending of everything. So why don't you want to be, why wouldn't a person want to be on the winning side? And that's not a reason for salvation. I think the reason for salvation is when you realize what God did for us by sending his son and allowing his son to be sacrificed on the cross for our sins, when you come to the realization that, wow, um, you want to do something in reciprocation for his love. It's not to save me from hell. It's like, Lord, I I love you and and thank you. I think there's a lot of people and uh, I try not to use a, a really broad brush when I use examples, but I put myself in the class of I, you know, I was pretty dumb, uh, right. Salvation wise. Yeah. Two years ago. I really, I, yep. 
me couldn't too. tell you anything. I just was, you know, living for me and yeah. you know, things were going smooth and it was good. But, you know, when, when my life shifted, when I felt like, you know, God was trying to get my attention and I was just like, yeah, 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 I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Yep. And he's trying to get my attention. My brother was like, listen, man, like seriously, you've got to, you've got to get saved. And I had another guy at work that was my mentor and he was like, you know, listen, man, let's just, you know, let's just pray to God right now. I was going through the motions. We talked about it. Right. But I'll say, I think people reach out for their salvation at different, uh, different times in their life for different reasons. You know, I mean, we said this before, if, 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 if you were, if you grew up in a home and a lifestyle that had a lot of controls in place and, and boundaries and, uh, faith centered and Christ centered, uh, your growth towards your salvation would be completely different than mine was after 40 something years. Right. And yours. And then uh, my point to that is I, I fell on my knees uh, when the rug got pulled out from under me and I fell on my knees. Yes. Because I did not want to go to hell. It's because I didn't learn that I should reciprocate this love that God and, you know, and, and provided through Jesus. Right. And when you start to look at that, it, that's, it probably won't come to you very early on. Uh, it didn't for me. I'm not saying, you know, uh, I'm the brightest guy again, but it didn't come that early on for me. And now I'm learning, you know, man, right. there is, uh, there is a love out there for us and our salvation. And that's salvation is that important. Definitely. And there's, uh, there's actually growth in problems. If you are, if you're looking toward God, if you're looking toward Jesus, there's growth in problems. And that's what I found in my own walk. Yeah. You know, I didn't blame God. I knew that I was making mistakes. But when I had a problem, I didn't look at, um, I was looking for worldly solutions, you know, and you, oh. can't, you can't fix spiritual problems with worldly solutions. And when I started my walk, I realized that, the, and it sounds weird. I mean, God does allow us to go through problems to help us to grow, to get us to places where he wants us to be. And like I've told my son um, several years now, I'm like, you will make it to your knees on your own or God will put you on your knees. He'll bend you. Yeah. You'll have, you'll have a problem where, you know, um, what is it? The, there's a saying, you know, you don't know how good God is until he is all you have. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and unfortunately a lot of people never get to that position where God is all they have. I told, I told this story in the last podcast where, uh, you know, I thanked my brother for, you know, praying for me for all those years. I said, but, uh, there's a caveat. I wish you would have prayed for my salvation and added how it would happen. Right. Like not, right. not in my circumstance. He's like, I prayed for your salvation for years, right? Man, for years. And I was like, that's awesome. However, yeah. I wish you would have changed a few things yeah. and added some words in there. Cause, uh, but listen, I wouldn't trade where I'm at now. I want to, I want to ask you something. Uh, how do you get saved? How do you get saved? You, yeah. What uh, does that mean? Getting saved. That's when you realize you have a problem that, that you're not the solution. There are no other solutions except for Jesus Christ. And you, um, when you realize your need for salvation, that's when you get saved. 
and you get saved by, you know, calling out to God, yeah. asking him to come into your life and to guide your life. And it's not just about um, accepting the person of Jesus Christ. It's actually, you know, making him Lord of your life. And, you know, you have to, you have to repent. You have to repent from what you're doing. You know, even in the temple before Jesus Christ, they said, you know, the people that came in from the south left through the north. The people that came in from the east left through the west. Um, you have to leave a different way than you came in after you meet Jesus Christ. Yeah. And how you got um, there. Absolutely. The the wise men, I mean, the very first, the very first story of Jesus, he was born in the manger. Um the wise men went a different way. Now it was a geographically different way, but yet, you know, it's they didn't just, turn around and come from the didn't return the way they came. Exactly. Right. And it's it's not about um you it's know significant. Yeah. The significance is they came to Jesus, they they saw Jesus, brought him gifts, and they went another way. Well, that's the same with salvation. You have to go another way. Um, you can't. I mean, you can if you want to, but true salvation makes you not want to live the way you were. Right. You know, as as so many people, uh, me included, and I say this because it's me, and I and if and if it wasn't so many other people, they'd all be saved. Right. But I I look around and wonder why more people uh, don't seek their salvation. I'd like to say they're saved, but I think that's such a bigger word than that. You know, mm -hmm. I, I mean, I wish I could say, Hey, or <laughs> do you have salvation and just, and, and leave it at the salvation part right. because it is eternal. It's, right. it's after we're here. And so many people, and this, this was me sat there and said, you know, well, I'll just fall asleep one night and not wake up. Who cares? Like what, what right. who cares on the other side of it? But the argument goes the other way. Why wouldn't right. you care? It right. doesn't cost you anything. There's nothing to it. You, you change your life for the better. You take the bad out, put the good in your life is starting to starts to receive blessings. You, you know, yeah. So you, so you, so you pray to God right? and you say, Hey God, I'm dealing with a situation and uh, you know, and I'm not able to, to accomplish it on my own. I need your direction and right. your help and your grace and your mercy. And I mean, and listen, read the Bible. Absolutely. Go through the Bible and look at all the examples of how God has worked in people's lives. Exactly. And yeah. that, and that document, the Bible is factual. It's not, it's not make-believe. It's not fiction. It's factual. Absolutely. Um, and so is the re resurrection of Jesus Christ. And, and really there'll be a lot of people that'll listen to this. I hope I pray. We both pray that people will listen to these podcasts and really take a look at uh, the conversations we're having uh, about how to get a hold of some things like salvation because it's it's not it shouldn't be that foreign to people yeah you know it, absolutely and it shouldn't be that foreign it shouldn't be that difficult but um it can be because like i said before you know people are like oh i need to do these steps before i come to jesus and this was me i was like okay i need to clean up my life do, yeah i need to clean up my <laughs> life this before out of my jesus life. clean this up absolutely and it's just the opposite when you come to jesus your life will be cleaned up. If yeah. you earnestly come and you seek him, your life will be cleaned up because I was the biggest oh. sinner ever. Oh, well, maybe you, but right. But yeah, let's, you let's know, be. we were, 
we were not living a very nah. forget righteousness. We were not even living no. a very good life. Jeez. If you define righteousness, I don't think any one of us, you or I, are listed anywhere in that definition. No, not at all. And and I know we we try to be half-hearted about it, light-hearted about it sometimes. I mean, we've both been through some pretty severe struggles. We're not going to put all of that uh, out there right now. And I'll share my testimony with anybody. And I know Alan would too. We've, we've shared it with each other. And I know we've shared it with other people. It, the thing is, it's, it's a progression in your life. It's not an immediate, you, you go out, trust Jesus Christ, repent for your sins. All of a sudden, bam, right. Everything has changed, you know, and, and, and it, yes, there's blessings in your life, but Alan alluded to this. God will use you in somebody else's life. And sometimes your pain and struggle is used to somebody else's benefit. Right. And that doesn't mean that your life is out of order and in chaos. But if somebody else, if God can get the glory for somebody else coming to him through your pain and struggle, look out. Right. Because Absolutely. I, and listen, use me. Right. I don't care. Put Absolutely. me on my knees. If it brings somebody to God, yeah, use me Definitely. over and over. And you're absolutely right. Salvation is free, but it's never, it's not easy. No. Some some people have it easier because they don't, they're not dragging as much baggage yeah. as you and I did. Yeah. Um, we were still sifting through baggage well into our walk Oof. because we're like, you know, what can I do with all this? I mean, you you would like to to it just be gone, but it doesn't. It's not because the the growth is in in the struggles, you know. And um, I think a lot of people don't get salvation because you know the longest distance in the world actually is between the head and the heart. They can understand, yes. Like I was saying before, you you carry car insurance in case there's an accident. Yeah. Well, we already know the outcome, um, so it just makes. It just makes sense to have your salvation for the ending of our lives. Oh, sure. Um, but I think a lot of people, they can't get the the knowledge that they need that. They need a Savior. They can't save themselves. I, th- I don't think they can get past that and get it into their heart. And that's when the salvation shows up. Yeah, a lot of times, you know, you you talked about baggage. Well, if you take 45 something years of routine, habit, uh, structure in in sin and you just take that, right? I mean, listen, I'd like to go back and say, "Hey, 20 years I've been doing great." Right. You know, I you know, my sin is like barely anything. Listen. You have to take all these habits. These, this is the baggage you're talking about. These are all the things yeah. that your life conditioned you to be. Absolutely. And I know people out there. Listen, you can walk by some people and they look great on the outside. They're struggling. Yep. And it's that baggage makes it harder to think that you're worthy of the salvation and yep. that there are a lot of things pulling at you. But listen, I'm, I'm telling you, if you give it to God to handle, if you turn your life over, if you repent and earnestly try to pull away from the things that you were doing, you, man, you're just growing closer to God. Right. And, and, and I'm sorry, you did say something right there that sparked, you know, I said, you have to change to, in order to come to Jesus Christ. Well, you don't have to change to come to Jesus Christ, but you have to be diligently seeking change. Right. You right. have to be striving toward it yourself. You can't just go to Jesus and be like, you know, I really want you to change me. And then you put yourself in a position 
where that change is impossible. You know, if drinking is your thing, you, you can't go to Jesus and be like, well, Jesus, save me. I'm going to go to the bar. Right. You know, or save like, me. But hey, J- if you won't mind this. Yeah, I'm going to go. To the I'm bar. working on it, but yeah, you know, I don't have any intention really in my heart and, and soul to get rid of it. Right. And it's it's, you know, listen, here's salvation. If if you'll turn from your way and look towards Jesus Christ and look towards God with the love that he provided to you and you'll pull away from your sin, it, it's not, it's not that scary. And right. when I looked at it, I thought, man, if I have to get saved, I have to go out and do all these things, A, B, C, D, E. And I was like, man, I'll never measure up to right. that. Exactly. It's just so hard. Yeah. And that's where but I was at. It's crazy, right? Like we're two guys sitting in a, in a living room having a conversation and it, and somebody will be listening to this and going, nah, it can't be that easy. Right. Really? Like that, that's it. Absolutely. Like all I have to do is, is, is get on my knees and really just have a conversation with God. And yeah. 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 For eternal salvation. Meaning when you die, your soul will live forever. When you're sincere about when you're having a sincere conversation. Yeah. Obviously you're not, you know, out there, you know, having a few beers, kicking back and going, Hey, check this out. Right. Because I hate to admit it. That was my life. Right. You know, I mean, I, I wasn't living for God. I, and I'm telling you, you will see, uh, this is where I become very passionate about it. I, 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 man, I really, I wasn't doing it right towards the beginning. I overloaded myself with information and I struggled tremendously. Uh, I got, I got turned off instead of turned on. I started, you know, reading the Bible so much and, and trying to do so as many Bible studies or uh, devotions as possible sermons. And I got, I was like, okay, wow. Like right. there is a lot of stuff out there. Yeah, absolutely. You just have to grow yourself to be more Christ-like. Right. And I want to touch on something, you know, the need for salvation. Um, you know, we're, we all have a sin nature and that's because of the fall of man in the Garden of Eden. Um, you know, if it wasn't for that fall, we wouldn't need to be reconciled back to God through Jesus Christ. Um so the people that are like, well, I'm good enough. I'm I'm doing this. I'm helping people. I'm helping, you know, the people at the at the soup kitchen or whatever. Right. Um, that's that's good. And we can't we can't get to heaven through works. Yeah. But um there's more to it. It's you know, it's it's seeking that relationship with Jesus Christ and being baptized um in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit for the remission of sins that, you know, truly secures our salvation because otherwise, you know, that sinful nature that, that was brought about because of the, the fall of man in the garden of Eden is going to continue for the rest of our life. Um, You know, you talk about uh, works and the fall of man and nobody is born with the information about salvation. No. It is presented to you somehow. Uh, the information is out there. The Bible is a great resource to look at the information. It, it, the, the thing for me is when it was brought up to me, I, I was afraid of uh, all the terms. And, the, and this is how Alan and I started talking about this podcast was, hey, there's a lot of information out there and big words and you know repentance and redemption and uh, sanctification and salvation. And I was like, wow, like, I don't even know what all this stuff means. And it, and it kind of 
push me away from it until I realize that, well, how do you get that information? Right. You have, you have to seek it. You have to go after it. And man, my pursuit started off, uh, when I pursued God, all it started off the wrong way. I just right. thought, man, I'll just flood myself with this. I'll absorb it somehow. I'll put the book under the pillow, wake up and I'll have the knowledge. Right. Doesn't work like that. Right. You know, I have to seek a relationship and that if you think about it, think about a relationship that you've had with a friend or a loved one, a child, you know, somebody that's close to you, this relationship. And how did that relationship get to the point where you said, I'll do absolutely anything for that person. Right. And once you get to that point in your walk, you're in pursuit of God. Absolutely. Yes. Um, wow. I couldn't have said it any better. Definitely. You, um, you have to, you have to truly desire that. And, um, I think the, the very first thing that we need to do, you know, is, you know, in Romans three twenty three, for all of sin and comes short of the glory of God. There it is. That's the realization that we can't do it on our own because everyone, even, even the person that's been going to church for, for 30 years, you know, there's, there's always something. The devil's always trying to get in, you know, yeah. through one avenue or another. He's going he's gonna to attack a person's thought life. He's going to attack a person's actions, attitudes. That's, the, that's one of the biggest ones because you can, you can know not to get in fights with other people. You know not to drink and drive. Drink and drive. You know not to cheat on your wife. You know yeah. all these things, but... You know, so uh, why do people do it? Right. Oh, absolutely. Well, yeah. it's in nature. I there mean, it is our own pride. We want to do it. Yeah. But, um, you know, a lot of times just an attitude can derail us because, you know, we can be going along like you were talking about. Oh, we begin. You know, that could have that could have went very differently. Two years ago, you would have handled it very differently. Sure. Um, yeah. But because. You have focused on God and and your relationship now. You handle that in a in a much better way than it could have turned out. And I think that you know a lot of people, um, they get they get caught up in those moments real quick. And no matter, like I said, you can go to church for thirty years and you have an incident like that happen to you, it can completely derail your attitude and you can fly off the handle. Yeah. And be somebody that you don't want to be because that sin nature and the devil is like, oh, right there's a chink in the armor. I'll oh, get in. man. I used to, I used to curse all the time. It was. I had a master's I, degree in cursing. Man, I couldn't, I couldn't say a sentence yep. without adding a word in there to make it sound better. Right. You know, and I, and I had, I have listened to people that I was. Uh, friends with at the time. Right. I've listened, I've had conversations with him since then. I'm like, wow, did I talk like that? Yeah. Absolutely. I, was, I was like, I, this guy curses so much. Right. And then I was like, now listen, it doesn't make me better than the other person. It right. just means that I have turned from things that I realize don't uh, bring out Jesus Christ in right. me. And you know, and, and, and listen, am I going to sit here and tell you that I have not said a curse word since uh, my salvation? No. Uh, some people can get there. Some people are there. I know Alan, uh, you know, has had uh, 
once his salvation was there, I'm not going to tell your story, but it, you've talked to me about, you know, that, that wasn't a big yeah. thing since, since your salvation. Yeah. That, that just fell away. And there's other things that I have to struggle with. Drinking for me was that same way. Yeah, well, it that, just, it's gone out. Right. I don't even care. I don't want to see it. I'm not going to mingle with it. I'm not. And it's, it's not a battle I'm having every day right. when I wake up, but I will say this back before then, you know, I would wake up and go, man, is it, can I have a drink yet? Like, right. And I know that yeah. sounds horrible, but listen, you can get away from that. Right. And, and you can uh, say it again and repeat myself. You can replace the bad things in your life with, with holy and righteous things and it will make your life better. Right. And that's actually why I brought up the attitude thing because, you know, the, the, the bad language, the drinking, there were so many things that just fell away. Yeah. Wasn't a problem. When I, when I sought my salvation, but there were other things. My attitude was one of them. I was very prideful. <clears throat> so, you know, somebody would say something to me just a little off, off key or, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't walking around like, um, blowing up for anything, but I was waiting for a reason right. to lose my temper or to say something. So my attitude, my pride were way out of whack. Yeah. So there were so many things that fell away, not even a problem. My pride, my attitude, the way I treated people, I had to struggle with those. Yes. Yeah. And you, you know, like uh, I was trying to convey this before and probably went around it the, the wrong way. But when you start having this, when I take all the old baggage that I have and routines and habits and replace them with newer things, uh, reading the Bible, praying uh, immensely, and just really restructuring my life. Those things become the new habits. Absolutely. And those things like you get, I told you today, you know, I got up and I automatically had this thought to write this devotion. Uh, and I put my prayer uh, in a different place. And I felt like my day was off. Jeez, if that's the problem right. I'm having with my day is that I didn't put my spiritual priorities in the right order. Right. What an amazing life. <laughs> Absolutely. Right? Like, Yeah. And I do that as well. I can, it's just the days that I get up and I pray and I read and I put God first, everything flows. But when that gets out of sequence, yeah. it's like, wow, okay, I need to go back and restart my day because it just gets off on the wrong foot. Yeah. And we're going to stumble and we're going to trip up. And I think the thing is, it's like, don't get discouraged. I mean, that's the whole thing. I mean, we're talking here like, woohoo, like we're so excited, pumped up. And we are, we're very passionate about it, but we understand too, the reality of things, the practical, the practicality of it is that, you know, we, we stumbled along. We still stumble. I had a horrible day today. And I told Alan, I said, when he showed up, I said, I don't even know if I want to do the podcast. Right. But here's the trick. It won't bring glory to God. It'll take it away from him. If you allow those things to prevent your walk uh, and, and how you center your life on Christ, you're going to pull glory away from God. Don't don't do that. Yeah. Don't get discouraged. Uh, stumble a few times, pick yourself up and and start putting those things back in your life. And it's truly, truly going to be a blessing to you. It'll Absolutely. glorify God. Absolutely. Yeah. The um, I said it before, growth is in the struggles. You, you have to go through things to get to where God wants us to be. And if there's one thing, only one thing that I can I can convey from this podcast is, you know, our soul 
is the most valuable thing that we will ever possess. You know, it's it's far beyond anything that you can imagine. It's eternity. Um, I know that's hard to fathom for a lot of people, but um, it is. You know, eternity is forever. And that's the only thing that we have of any value in this earth. And we need to guard it. We need to protect it. We need to seek our salvation. And we just hope and pray that this has helped you in some way. Enjoy yeah, your day. Sure. Yeah. Thanks for listening to us today. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the Beyond Belief podcast where we take a practical approach to Christianity. Uh, we will have a website up at some point uh, with an email address or a form that you can fill out. Please take the time to give us some feedback. We hope that you enjoyed this and we hope that you'll share it. Thanks. See you.